and we're recording. All right, Pete, George, Michael. Never forget. What's going on, guys? My name's Don. Joined today by uh, Booty Bandit Damien. What's up, guys? Uh, it's just us today. Everyone else is uh, being dumb. Josh, Buddha messed up his mic cord. Someone stepped on it. No one has ever in his apartment, ever, so I'm not sure how that happened. And Bundy has a big boy job now. Can't stay up late. It's all upset, but uh, before we start getting too deep in anything, we are changing shit up now. Uh, the format a little bit. We're just going to, a little bit more talking, more rambling, more just the shit that's important. Fantasy football is no longer a thing. Everyone's in playoffs, unless you're me. So, your lineup is your lineup. No one needs advice. Advice. You know how it goes. Uh, we're going to talk about the important games. We're still going to go over all the scores. We're going to dive more into like the important shit, the playoff picture, headlines, what's going on. Because that's what everyone wants to hear about. You don't want to hear about you know, me telling you to start Matt Lacoste at tight end and then have him play six snaps and not even get thrown <laughs> to. No one Great needs advice. that. No one needs it. So that's just that's what we're going to do today. It's a little more entertaining for the listener, I think. Yeah. So where so, do you start here? Start with a quick rundown of the scores of Week 14, and then we'll dive into any of the important games, you know, the ones that mean something. Yeah. Well, Week 14 was interesting. You got the Panthers at the Browns. Wham, bam, thank you, Cam. Thanks for nothing. You suck, and you lost to the Browns. Got the Ravens at the Chiefs. RG3 still apparently plays football. I didn't know that. Ravens lose 27-24. You got the Colts traveling to Houston to play Texans. And the Colts keep their playoff hopes alive and win 24-21. I was going to make a joke, but I couldn't think of one. Pats at Dolphins. Who knew Gronk can't tackle in the open field? I did. Dolphins win 34-33. The Giants at the Redskins. Butt fumble somehow still looks worse than he does before. And the Giants win by a lot. 40-16. Saints travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Famous Jameis eats ass, not W's. Saints win 28-14. Falcons at the Packers. Matt Ryan kind of looks like a 9-year-old kid with leukemia. Packers win 34 to 20. You got the Jets at the Bills. The goddamn Jets win a game, although it was against the booty hole Bills. 27-23. Bengals at the Chargers. The Rivers comes out with a win, but Burfecht took his lunch money at knife point later on. Doesn't matter. Chargers win 26-21. Broncos play one of the worst teams in the NFL in the 49ers. Case crushes my playoff hopes and my heart, and I fucking hate you so, so much. 20-14, Niners. Eagles at the Cowboys. Dak throws for 400 yards, still turns it over three times. Doesn't matter. Dallas wins in overtime. Steelers go to Oakland to play the Raiders. Mike Tomlin looks like Foreman from the show house. That's not funny. He just does. The Raiders win 24-21, which is funny. The Lions play the Cardinals, and the Lions just scheduled a golf outing, actually, in January for the entire team. So winning now is a bad idea. Then you got the Rams going to Chicago to play the Bears. Interception extravaganza. Big fella got a tutter. Matt Nagy's definitely jerking off the film room to that play for about a month, and the Bears win 15-6. Vikings go to Seattle, play the Seahawks. Shocker, Kirk Cousins sucks against teams who don't suck. Figure it out. Seattle, 21-7. Well, couple 
couple of the games I want to talk about. Chiefs, Ravens. Ravens, if they get in, could be dangerous. Very. Their defense is very good. Very, very good. Um, the first half, you didn't really think so. Mahomes was throwing all over him, threw for like 212 yards in the first half. Second half, he for the for the big chunk of the second half anyway, Mahomes wasn't doing so hot. Threw a pick, all that good shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, down to the wire. Butker missed missed a field goal to win the game to the right. But you know, they uh they ended up uh, moving. They had a good plan. They moved to the left hash so that it it snuck into the the upright on the in the overtime field goal. So that was good. But yeah, I think the Ravens could be could be dangerous if they get into the playoffs. Colts also could be dangerous if they get in the playoffs. Uh, let's see. Panthers, what the fuck? What is wrong with the Panthers? They're on a five-game losing streak, just lost to the Browns, lost to the Bucks, <laughs> losing to everybody. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't know because I have Christian McCaffrey on my fantasy team, and he does great in PPR leagues. So, as far as the, the Panthers sucking, I don't know what's going on there. Four ints last week. Yikes! For Cam. What Cam else? Newton is Donovan McNabb, but taller and not nearly as good. That's Say not it. Fair. it yeah, he's not as good. I I, I would I would I would say Cam's probably a better runner than Donovan McNabb was. So is Usain Bolt. He's not throwing the football. Yeah. It's true. If I wanted uh, someone to run the football, I'd draft a running back. I don't it, back to the the uh the Ravens real quick. How about that Steelers Raiders game? Yikes. Holy sh I first off is Ben even really hurt? Ben no. Roethlisberger? He sat on the side. Josh Dobbs was in there ruining the game. <laughs> Absolutely ruining the game. And Ben's hey. just over there with a ball cap waiting to go in. Tomlin said he could have gone in earlier. But Ben, you know, pulled his heroic comeback. And then he gave Derek Carr too much time. And uh, he went down the field and he made his... Uh, he was the hero that time. Yeah. I don't know. I think the Steelers aren't going to make the playoffs. No, I don't think they will. I think they suck terribly. As a, It's not even that they don't have talent. It's the fact that you have all the talent, mm -hmm. and none of them work together very well at all. Outside of, like, Juju and Antonio Brown, who just kind of take turns having tremendous days, Yep. Hey, you got nobody. Nobody's playing together. Your defense is, I mean, what defense? Lackluster at best. Yeah, they're giving up a lot of leads. Um, I mean, that last Sunday night game that the Chargers hurt. I'm sure. I'm not a Steelers fan, but I'm sure, sure it hurt. Or yeah. Steelers, yeah. You know what I mean. But <clears throat> I don't know. They're just. Uh, you would think a team, because in the first half of that Chargers game, 
you thought Steelers, no problem. Steelers are going to win by 20 in the first half of that game. Second half, well, not so much. Chargers come out win on that game. And then losing to the Raiders is just embarrassing all around. Yeah. I don't, I don't care what week it is. <laughs> but it just hurts a little more this week because they're trying to they're trying to get into the playoffs and now the uh now the Ravens are half a game back from you. That's good. Yeah, you just lost to a head coach with a bowl cut and a visor. Yeah. I don't know how you let that happen. Not good. Yikes. Yeah, the Steelers are uh, when they lost to Denver, coming out of Denver's bye week, that was the, the writing on the wall. You know, good football teams beat bad football teams. Denver is a bad football team. Yeah. He lost. That being said, Chargers also lost to Denver. No, so. see, so Denver Denver is weird. Denver is one of those, they're like the Titans. They show up when they need, like, you when you don't expect them to. They're like, oh, they're going to get annihilated by the Steelers. Nope, show up, play really well, win. Oh, they're going to get annihilated by the Rams. Nope, show up, lose by three. Yeah. You go to fucking the Giants and suck horribly and lose. I don't, oh, I don't even, I don't want, I'm not even going to talk about that. Not, Not right now. Okay. No, you know what I am. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? Everything that needed to happen for you to get a wild card spot fucking happened. Steelers lost to the Raiders. Okay? The Colts fucking lost. Wait, no, I'm wrong. No, the Colts won. The Colts won. Houston lost. You have fucking... Jesus. All you had to do was win. And you were in the conversation because the Ravens also lost. Mm-hmm. So all you had to do was just win against the worst team in the NFL. Okay. Quite literally, actually, I think they're number one on the draft list right now. Yeah. They That's all you had to do. One currently. All you had to do was beat the absolute worst team in the NFL. And you didn't. Case Keenum throws the ball 42, 45 times, 180 yards. Drew Stanton called case. He said, tighten up. What is wrong with you? Did More importantly, keep... what's wrong with John Elway? Why? Why do you do that? For such a great quarterback in your day, you suck at figuring out who's a good quarterback. Because <laughs> you haven't done it once. I mean, he picked, he, he picked Peyton, so that was cool. He traded for Peyton. You got a good, you know, few years with Peyton. But outside of that, I mean, Jesus. Brock Osweiler, Tim Tebow, Case Keenum, Trevor Simeon. You suck at evaluating quarterbacks. Case Keenum had one good year with Minnesota. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to pay him a lot of money. Yeah, see how that worked out for you. Pretty good. Put what up about, fucking 16 points a game. I mean, I feel like you should think about the previous four or five years that Case Keenum was in the league. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't even know how long Case Keenum's been in the league. I just know that he wasn't good at the Rams. He was. He just wasn't good until he got to Minnesota. 
Yeah, for one year. So, I don't know. I don't and like it. May have, he may have been a product of the system. He must have been. But <clears throat> it is what it is. Yeah. Um, how about the Bears Rams game? Big now, fan. Seven interceptions total. We have yeah. linemen scoring touchdowns. Total chaos. Got so many linemen on the field. Doesn't even matter who calls or who to the defense anyway. Doesn't matter who, you know, calls in as an eligible or as eligible receiver. That's confusing. There's so many so many linemen on the field. A couple of them say that they're eligible. Then the one the the, the one goes back there and gets a touchdown. That's cool. Um not really great for fantasy. I mean, if you're a Trey Burton owner, that sucked. But uh Yeah. Yeah. But but I mean, I don't know, Goff didn't play well. Trubisky did really didn't play well. And that's why I think that if the Bears were to have another shot, or if the Rams were to have another shot at the Bears in the playoffs, the Rams would come out on top. I think so, I think so because I think, I think Mitch would be the issue. I think Goff would get better, and Goff wouldn't do, wouldn't throw four picks in the next game, because if they meet in the playoffs, the Bears are going to be playing in L.A. And that's gonna. I think that's going to be the difference. If they play, if they were to meet again, I agree. I think the Bears' defense is tremendously talented. I think their offense is lacking in a lot of ways. So, so here's hear me out. If the Bears win in LA, if Goff throws four ints, three of which go to the house. That's how the Bears win in LA. Yeah, yeah. If your defense scores twenty points, you have a shot. Um, Soldier Field. Especially in December, for an LA team to play there, that's tough. Right. Um, but yeah, I watched a lot of that game. I was at work, but I seen it, parts of it, and uh, yeah, Goff looked terrible. Trubisky looked terrible. It was an ugly, ugly game. But that's that's kind of what you expect. Yeah. As well. Um. I'm a big fan of Aaron Donald not getting any sacks. Well, he's double, triple teamed all night. That's perfect. That's yeah, for for real. Um, I even though Goff threw four picks, I say I would say he looked better than Trubisky. Quite honestly, like Trubisky was just in the simple fact that Trubisky was making some really stupid throws. Trubisky does that like I don't like Patrick Mahomes does it but Patrick Mahomes completes the pass where he like runs out of the pocket and then throws across his body all the way across the field yeah and then it goes to Tyreek Hill for 53 yards or whatever but Trubisky throws it and it's a pick because he's not Patrick Mahomes I think I think Trubisky's improving a lot I think he's he's doing a lot better this year I just last year for I, sure. I think he's got a ways to go. He does. He does. And that's why I think as good as the Bears defense is, I, I don't see the Bears going anywhere past like them. They might win their first round matchup in the playoffs, but after that, 
I it, it's tough. There is one thing I want to talk about. Talk about Aaron Donald. How his sack? He has sixteen and a half sacks this year. Yeah. And a lot of people are talking about that. Von Miller has thirteen and a half. Bradley Chubb has twelve. Yikes. Yeah. So let because I'm a Broncos fan, I'm gonna talk about it. If the Broncos even had a competent quarterback, like one who could throw for more than maybe a buck fifty a game, touchdown here and there. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I mean we're talking twenty five and a half sacks, two players. That is an absolute shitload. Yeah. Just, I was just looking at it. Big fan. So <clears throat> I think I think we're I think we're seeing some of some of that. Whereas the defense plays real well, and instead of putting the game in Case Keenum's hands, you put the you put the game in Philip Lindsay's hands. Things go well. Yeah. Yeah, you got to take the ball away from Case because he's just making mistakes all over the place. He didn't throw any picks, but he's just not. You know what? It's like third and 12, and you throw it four yards. Like, that's Case Keenum's career in a nutshell. Right. Like, okay, well, maybe he can make something happen. Well, why don't you make something happen? You lost your best wide receiver in Emmanuel Sanders. Okay. They only handed Philip Lindsay the ball 14 times. That's not enough. No, he only got 30 yards. Yeah, he only got the ball 14 times. What do you expect? I'm just upset at the whole scenario I mean, because I mean, to be fair, Don, if my running back gets the ball 14 times, I'm hoping for a little more than 30. Yeah, but it's situational as well. The play yeah, call that's true. from Vance Joseph is horrendous. It really is. It'll be. First and 10, midfield. He'll throw two 60-yard bombs for no fucking reason. Hail Mary. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Trips, trips right, Hail Mary, twice. And then now that it's third and 15 after he got sacked on second down, they'll run a draw. Okay, well, yeah, you might get four or five yards. You might also not get any. And it's third and 15. So why don't we try and get a first down? Just once. Just once. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of the team's issues are offensive. I don't think the defense is that bad. They're not as good as they were in the secondary. They're definitely not, especially with Chris Harris going down. Mm-hmm. But up front, I mean, they got a lot of very talented players on the defensive line. But, yeah, it's... It's a mix of things. It's not just Case Cam. It's not just the defense. Coaching comes into question here. John Elway should definitely be questioned for his decision-making, especially his draft picks. Outside of Bradley Chubb, he ain't drafted anybody ever that did anything. Tough. 
Talking about fire and GMs, maybe that's another one you should add to the fucking list. Yeah. Granted, he's yeah. not a GM. He's a VP of general operations, whatever the fuck he is. Who does that? Who is the GM in Denver? I don't even. Or if, if he's the VP of operation, I don't know. Um, I know who it is too. Jesus. Speaking of GMs, though, how does GM no. slash owner what? John Elway is a GM. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. How smart does uh, Jerry Jones look right now with that Amari Cooper trade? Looks Just pretty smart. Currently. Yeah, right Just, now he, he looks Right now he looks like a genius. Smart. Yeah. And when he got him, everybody, even the Cowboys fans on this podcast, were like, I don't know if the wide receiver is the answer. Really? 10 catches, 217 yards, three tires. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Oh, but let me just tell you, those 10 receptions, 217 yards, and three touchdowns in the only fantasy game that I was actually playing this week because two of my leagues I was on a bye, humble brag, no problem. Uh, the, one, <laughs> the, one, the one league I was actually playing in, Amari Cooper, 52 points in my league. Yikes. Ugh. Needless to say, I am not in a good spot. <laughs> no. No. I played Amari Cooper in one of my leagues as well. Yeah, not, a, not in a good spot uh, currently. I mean, the, the, I mean the, if you played against a team that had Amari Cooper and Derrick Henry on it, oof, I'm sorry. That's tough. That is tough. Because those are, just, those are just like career days that you can't do anything about. Here's what it is. But, uh, yeah. yeah, no. Jerry Jones, Mari Cooper has like six touchdowns already. Looks good. Took, took, some, shot, took some shots at Oakland during his post-game interview, saying that he loves the facility over in Dallas. It's a dream come true over here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to talk about career days. How about George Kittle? Seven catches, 210. Touchdown. You know what that get... did to me, George? You know what he did to me, George? He fucked me with a toothbrush. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Not a nice one with the gummies on the edges to get your gums and tongue. No, it was a rough one from the 60s. They handed out in the military that your grandpa had forever for no reason. Just fucked me. You fucked me, George. I hate you. Sorry. Okay. He's on my uh, fantasy team, so yeah, it worked he, out. But. He did. He, yeah. So you 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 slipped into the uh, second round of the playoffs in the, the league that we're in. Thank Christ for George Kittle. Yeah, yeah like 36 fantasy points. <laughs> no, not just thank Christ for George Kittle. Thank Christ for Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey as well. Yeah. Yeah. Also, thank Christ that you sat Jared Goff and played Andrew Luck. Yikes. Yeah. I saw that coming a mile away. Jared Goff's playing in Soldier Field in December. No. No, thank you. Jared Goff's okay. He's not putting up 400 yards in Soldier Field in December, though. Also not not sure that Jared Goff's seen anything less than 50 degrees Fahrenheit, so no, <laughs> that was also probably, probably a good call. Um, but yeah. 
Vikings Seahawks. I yeah. didn't see. I didn't see any of the game. I watched reruns of Unsolved Mysteries. Nice. I like it. It's aggressive, but good. Yeah. Uh, the story on the Vikings. Kirk Cousins. There's a reason that he's never been known as like a, a playoff quarterback or like a guy who wins a lot because he doesn't play well against teams that don't suck. He yeah, so okay, so I have some stats that I'd like to share. Um, Kirk Cousins has the worst record in Monday Night Football history for a starting quarterback at 0-7. Okay? Um, this year, the Vikings are 0-5-1 versus teams with winning records. Yikes. Career record on the road versus winning teams. Kirk Cousins is 4-14-1. Yeah. Yeah, it's Kirk Cousins in a nutshell. He's playing a shitty team at home. That's your guy. He's playing a decent team anywhere. No, he's not. $84 million guaranteed for a guy who literally can't beat a team with a winning record. That's shocking to me. Like, when when Matt Stafford got paid... Mm -hmm. I was like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. And Rodgers got paid. I was like, well, all right. And Kirk Cousins got paid. I was like, wow. That's potentially the worst thing ever. Fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed $84 million. Possibly the worst deal ever made. I mean, it's not looking good currently. No. No. No, no. I mean, I think the Vikings were banking on the fact that their defense was so good last year that they were going to be good again this year. And uh, that didn't happen. I mean, they're pretty, they're, they're solid, but they're not. They're not last, they're not even close to last year. I would venture to say Denver's defense is better than Minnesota's. I don't have any stats to back that up. I don't either, but I'm just going to go out and say it. If you are I mean, listening to this podcast and you have stats to back that up, please call DJ out on our social medias. Yeah, go ahead. That's fine. Because I'll just come up with some other statistics that I may or may not have fabricated to back up my point. So, True. whatever. Um, How about Kirk Cousins single-handedly firing... Don't talk shit about total! <laughs> single-handedly being the reason that Joe DiFilippo... Is out as the offensive coordinator in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, is, is he really the issue? Is is that really it? Are you sure that the offensive coordinator is the reason that the Vikings suck, or is it maybe the fact that they just suck? Is it okay? I mean, you have Stephon Diggs, you have Adam Thielen, you have fucking Rudolph, you have Kirk Cousins. Most can you Stop for a second. Can you imagine if Aaron Rodgers had Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen as his wide receivers? Oh, my God. The the main difference to that is Aaron Rodgers is actually a talented quarterback. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't have many talented wide receivers. Can you imagine if he had talented wide receivers? Yikes. All those stupid 
goat arguments I've been reading about on Facebook would actually make half sense. <laughs> yeah, there's that. There's a guy I work with, big Packers fan, and I said that Aaron Rodgers was Donovan McNabb with a lighter complexion, and he lost his mind. Not happy. <laughs> yeah, not happy with that. But when you think about it, with what he's got, that's not far off. No. I mean, Donovan McNabb was one of my favorite quarterbacks when I was, oh, when, I was when I was a child. Just a baby. He yeah, was on. Playing. He was on the chunky commercials. ESPN 2K5. Him and his mother. Mm. On the chunky commercials. Love it. No, Aaron Rodgers is a talented quarterback, and if you put talent around him, give him five years, he could potentially be in that conversation. But the currently, fact that... currently, what he needs is a defense. Yeah, that would help. Uh, um, his he's got a running back. Finally, needs an offensive line. Uh, maybe a talented or two, another talented wide receiver. He has Devonte Adams. Please don't come at me for Devonte Adams. I'm a big fan of Devonte Adams. Just saying. He could use another one. What about Randall Cobb? Randall Cobb needs to be on the field for him to be mentioned in this conversation. Okay? Yeah. Can't Can't spend six weeks on the bench because he's hurt. But anyway, enough about that. Anyway, do you have any thoughts about Joe DiFilippo, who was just – just on the head coaching radar last year. <clears throat> now getting fired um, as the offensive coordinator in Minnesota. I think uh, Kirk Cousins kind of fucked him. Honestly. I think he's going to retire at some point in his life. And he's going to look back and say, yeah, you know, Kirk Cousins really fucked me out of a lot of money by just sucking. But at the same time, you can't really blame Kirk Cousins because he is who he always was. He yeah. is who we... They are who we thought they were. Let them off the hook. Kirk Cousins, you can crown their ass. Kirk Cousins is who he always has been. He's never changed. He's the same fucking quarterback in a different uniform. This isn't different. It's not like he's struggling this year. He sucks against teams that don't suck. That's always been a thing. Yeah. So the fact that Vikings fans are all up in arms about Kirk Cousins... It's not his fault. Yeah, it fucking is. And if you looked into it before you fucking celebrated the signing, you would know that you were walking into a literal fuck show. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is the donkey show of the NFL. When you think about it, when you're half drunk and you're like, yeah, it's kind of hot. And you get there and you're like, oh, this is horrendous. Yeah, that's Kirk Cousins. You're going to have that. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, you can't be shocked by it. That He is who he is. Been this way for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any thoughts on Reggie McKenzie being fired in uh, Oakland after a big win over the Steelers? Everybody in Oakland should be fired. Including John Gruden. Including Mark Davis should John really... John Gruden should have never been fucking hired. Let him do his Corona commercials with his Wait bowl a, cut and fuck we off. Have, we have said this before. He's either going to be the laughing stock of the NFL in five years. Or. Or 
the Raiders are going to be winning a Super Bowl within the next 10 years, if not more, or if not less. That's, yeah, that's just it. It's such a – like, I'm so quick to shit on John Gruden, but in my head I know, like, okay, all this shit's happening, but he's getting all these draft picks. Yeah. He's freeing up all this money. I mean, if he turns these draft picks into – yeah, Brad Bradley Chubbs, Von Millers, and uh, Saquon Barkley. Who's a quarterback that just got drafted that looks really good? There's a quarterback who got drafted. It looks good. I didn't know that. No, it's just, yeah, that's why I'm having struggles. I mean, yeah. Carson Wentz looked really good until his knee injury. Yeah. Jared Goff's looking good, but uh, that might be a product of the system. Yeah, mostly Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, Sean Todd McVay. Gurley. God, he's sexy. Oh, God, I'd fuck him. I would. I'd grab him by his fucking hair. They're easy. Ah, right. Get after it. We get, it. We get Not it. Not in a homosexual way, of course. Because I'm a heterosexual male. But I'd let him hold me. Same with Bradley Chubb. Shout out Bradley Chubb if you're listening. Uh, I'll drop you my address on Twitter. Do some spooning. Yeah, Bradley Take Chubb. Arms. Bradley Chubb, if you are one of our 30 listeners, please shout us out. Like, hey, yeah. want to hear? We want to yeah. hear from you. Like, hey, I listened to your, your podcast. I really like what you said about me. So yeah, because I've never said anything negative about you ever in my life. Because I love you. Like, I will never shit on Von Miller. Ever in my life. My favorite person. Second favorite is Bradley Chubb. Third favorite, George Michael. Liked his hair. He made good music. So, yeah, nobody... Are we surprised that Reggie McKenzie got fired? No. If they cleaned the entire front office... Nobody would be surprised. And dropped every player... And somehow anything, I wouldn't be shocked because the Raiders are so fucking terrible. It doesn't. Al Davis's son, I. What is that? What is going on there? We don't know what that is. What is that? I'm not even. Is that one of those transgenders people's always talking about? We're not quite sure. It's like actually, I'm a binary or a non-binary pixie woodland nymph, and I prefer. Non-descriptive pronouns like they and there, <laughs> like that's honestly what he like. If he said that, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Full <laughs> cut. It looks like Archie Bunker fucked a wall. That's it's not good. It's not good. I don't know who Al Davis had sex with to create that person, but I'm guessing they looked a lot like Frida Kahlo. Had sex with an obese John Candy with autism. That's just something really horrendous. And that's that's who that is. I think, was it Mark Davis? Is that his name? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Nothing can, like, you could literally, I mean, if you were a female and you were just chomping at the bit, like, soaking wet, and then someone shows you a flashcard of Mark Davis, Sahara Desert, immediately. Like, there's nothing, nothing doing there. Yikes. That, probably the ugliest human being I've seen in my life. 
And I saw John Madden in his 80s, okay? Yeah. Or 70s at least. I don't know how old John Madden is, but... He's old. Probably the ugliest human being in history. Uh, I think the team with the most points at the end of the game is going to win the game. Yeah, I think you might have Parkinson's. Should I get that looked at? (laughs) But, yeah... So I think do I, I here's what here's my thought on Reggie McKenzie getting fired. I think I only had real I really only had one thought. I don't really care that he got fired. I don't have any Oakland means nothing to me. But I think this is just a weird thought. Maybe it's a maybe it's the right thought. I don't know. I think what you're gonna see in Oakland because Mark Davis loves John Gruden so much is that. Um, John Gruden is going to be the GM and the coach shortly. Wow. He's going to pull a Bill Belichick. Three wins on the year. He's going to be the GM and the coach. I I, I could be wrong. I'm just saying. I, Mark nah. Davis loves John Gruden. Mark Davis loved McKenzie in 2011. Yeah, well. Thing is, McKenzie, out of all of his draft picks... I think like a third of them even made the active roster. I might be I think that's what I read. Like a third of his draft picks actually even made the roster. But it's not even I think it's just they're having draft meetings coming up here. The Raiders are yeah. for the next year. And if they knew that McKenzie wasn't going to be a part of it later on because the, the timing of it is weird to fire no, him now. He did have the option to stay. Did McKenzie, Ma- yeah, from what I read, McKenzie had the option to stay until the end of the season. They get, they did give him that option. He just was like, why? It's, it's like the, it's like the, McCar- the McCarthy thing. Like, why? prolong the the inevitable you know like why not just like hey if i'm just gonna be here for the next three weeks like how would i just get the fuck out of here now (laughs) and the fucked up part of it is he signed like a four or five year contract extension in 2016 so i'm pretty sure they do have to pay him yeah probably so they're gonna pay him out of it but they just i think it's just you know you're not gonna be a part of this draft class you're not gonna have any input because they knew beforehand that he wasn't going to be there. So why wait, you know, and have him throwing out these ideas? Like, I just picture him, like, at a board meeting. He's like, yeah, I, I like this guy. And they're like, yeah, okay, well, we're thinking this. And they just write that down. <laughs> he's just he's totally cut out of the whole thing. Like, yeah, I like this guy in a, in a Washington. He's, he's really talented. Like, oh, that's cool. Uh, anyway, moving on. And they just glance over everything he ever says, the whole meeting. <laughs> Like, that'd be hilarious. But yeah, timing sucks, but at the same time, he's getting paid. Uh, He he did a lot for the organization as far as just playing there and then doing what he did and trying to make things better, but it wasn't working out, so they got rid of him. There's there's not, no one's shocked by that. They're not going to fire John Gruden. They just hired him, just signed a 10-year contract. They're not going to fire him. For a lot of money, hundred mil. Um, yeah. 
I don't know if I said Joe D. Filippo, but I meant John. And I have Joe in my notes. I meant John. Um, I also have Joe in my notes. That's fucked up. Sorry. Sorry, John Joe. Joe John. Whatever your name is, no one cares. I only have a couple more current event topics. Rogers breaks the no INT record. He went 368 passes without throwing an INT. He has 23 TDs and one INT this season. Um, his last his last interception was uh, week four versus the Bills. And uh, his team's 5-7-1. and one. Yeah, I mean, no one should be surprised by Aaron Rodgers doing what Aaron Rodgers does. He's, he's always fucking great. He always throws pick, touchdowns with no picks. Always. That's always the thing. But this year especially, just with all the chaos and the offense lacking, they didn't find a running back to play until a couple weeks ago, and their defense has been falling apart. So, I mean... The defense has never really been traditionally very good. But even then, Aaron Rodgers put up enough points to offset that. Mm-hmm. It's just now it's he's getting up there. You know, he's he's getting older. Mike McCarthy got fired. You got Randall Cobb hurt all the time. You've had a lack of a running game since like what, Amon Green? Name drop. It's not shocking that Aaron Rodgers is doing well despite things. What is shocking is that the record doesn't reflect it. Because usually Aaron Rodgers will dig you out of that hole. Oh yeah, my team sucks, but I have Aaron Rodgers. Not so much anymore. The guy with with a, a quarterback rating that's 103 point something for his career. Yeah, yeah, that that guy. He's you're not really surprised by anything he does anymore. Anymore, you're not really surprised anymore by what anything no. that Aaron Rodgers does on the field. It's what is shocking is that he's doing it, and the team's not doing well. Yeah, he's he's playing well, but not like he's not putting up Aaron Rodgers numbers like the 23 touchdowns through 14 weeks or whatever. Not really Aaron Rodgers like. You're thinking more more touchdowns out of him, but whatever. Their teams, the teams five or seven and one. And if they went out and the Vikings lose out, well, there's a chance for the Green Bay Packers being the playoffs. Slim chance, but there's a chance. Um, Slim chance, but it's it's possible. Last topic. What do you think about Kyler Murray winning the Heisman? I think Kyler Murray is one of the most interesting people that I've thought of. Okay, so he started at Texas A&M 2015. Didn't play much. Yep. Transferred to Oklahoma. Okay, sat out 2016 per NCAA rules. That's fine. 2017, he threw the ball 21 times. I think he was behind, what, Baker Mayfield? Yep. 2018, threw his... 3,600 yards, 37 touchdowns, 7 picks, 113 rushes, 853 yards, and another 11 touchdowns for 48 total. On top of that, the Oakland Athletics sign him to a signing bonus from the 
from the MLB draft, baseball, $4.66 million. So he wins the Heisman. His team is number four in the nation. And he's getting paid $4.66 million from the MLB. He he hasn't touched it yet. Okay. Yeah, that's later. But still, it's there. He signed. He signed. It's there. As soon as he's done playing college football, it's there. Yeah. So he's not only going to probably, I I mean, I imagine he's going to go out for the draft. No, he's not. Not this year. No, he's not going for the NFL draft at all. Okay. He's literally playing the the next one or two games, and then he's going to the MLB. He's going to spring training. That is the smartest thing he could probably ever do. Probably. Honestly. Because in the MLB, you wait longer for that contract, but once you get it, it's humongous. No salary cap in baseball. People forget that. It's not like football where teams have to kind of shuffle things around to pay you. Mm-hmm. In baseball, you just get paid. So, I mean, if he thinks he can he can make a living on baseball and he thinks he's going to be that good, uh, I think that would be wise. But looking at his his college career stats or his college stats from last year, I don't, I'm not sure that he's uh, a transcendent talent of any kind in baseball. Anyway, he had like a what, 290, hit like 10 homers. His last year. But I don't even know much about his baseball. What is he? What? What's his position? Center field, oh. right now. Um, I don't know. He he bounces around a lot. I think he might have even pitched for a hot minute. Tremendous athlete, but interesting choice. I think if he doesn't, he says he's not going to do the draft. If he doesn't go into the NFL now. But she says he's not going to. He's never going to get another chance at it. Uh-huh. No one's going to pick him up two years from now. They think he. It, there is. There are scouts who think that he would be a late first round pick. I'm sure he would be. But if he's not going to declare, no one's going to pick him. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. So they're just the, That's what the scout was saying. If he did enter the draft, yeah. he would be a late first round pick because of how exciting of a player he is. And how Baker Mayfield got picked first overall, and he sat behind Baker and had a better season in the same system. Yeah, and he's going to go play Bama. What next? This Saturday? No, next it's Saturday? not till the 29th, I think, of December. Okay, so he's got a little ways to go. Yeah, but either way, yeah, you're right. Two weeks from this Saturday. But it's just interesting. I don't um, think that the the people who vote, I don't think they got it wrong, to be honest. In fact, if you read in the blog, I think that I think I wrote in the 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 Bama won the national championship blog that I wrote. Um, I wrote that um, I thought that Kyler Murray should get some serious consideration for the Heisman. Because of what Kyler Murray means to his team. No Tua. Bama's in the same position they're in right now. Yeah, exactly. Bama's, you know, 
twelve and zero, thirteen and zero, whatever record they have. I think they're twelve and zero. Bama's twelve and zero, and they won the SEC championship. It's probably all the same. <clears throat> Did they win games by as much? Maybe not. I don't know. Also, Jalen Hurts stole Tua's Heisman moment. Tua's Heisman moment would have been coming back, beating Georgia if he was healthy and played that game. That's another problem. Kyler Murray, if Kyler Murray is not on Oklahoma, I don't know who their backup is. If their backup is someone ridiculous, I it is what it is. But I think that Oklahoma is not Oklahoma without Kyler Murray. If Kyler Murray got injured week three, Oklahoma loses out. Not not loses out, but they lose a bunch of games on the way out. Yeah, you're probably correct. I imagine Justin Herbert was a uh, finalist as well. Mm, he might have he been top 10, but he wasn't high up. No. I mean, even Justin Herbert was... Uh, his stats are dwarfed by uh, Kyler's. Wow. Mostly just because Kyler's such a dual threat. You're adding another 1,000 yards almost just in rushing attempts with 11 touchdowns, whereas Herbert threw for 800 less yards, rushed for 700 less yards, and had nine less rushing touchdowns as well as 10 less passing touchdowns. Jesus. Yeah. So, I mean, and he's supposed to be a top. Yeah. Top he's supposed to be draft, a top 10 pick, which, which will happen. I mean, they're, they see scouts see something in a college player like Mitch Trubisky. I don't know how great of a, how great his college stats were, but like somebody saw something in him in his one year of playing that made him a number two pick. But the, you see a pro style quarterback and, People jump on it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think I think Kyler Murray winning was the right the right call on the Heisman. Yeah, I didn't I disagree agree. with it at all. I honestly I, thought I mean, Tua was going to win because it's Tua. It, it's the it's Bama, you know. I think people are just sick of seeing Bama quarterbacks win Heisman's and then do nothing. Or be in the talk for Heisman's even. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think of a Bama quarterback who won one recently. Yeah, no, they they don't. But they're always in the talk. Bama as a team, they don't put out good quarterbacks. What was the last Bama's last great quarterback they put out in the NFL? Who? uh, Joe Namath? Pretty much. Yeah, th- that was in the fucking 60s and 70s. So, I mean, it, why give a Heisman to that guy who had similar stats but also didn't play in a big game, which hurt him? Yeah, honestly, if, if two, let's be honest, if Tua finishes out that Georgia game, and they beat Georgia, and say he came back in that game and beat Georgia, Tua wins. Tua is the Heisman winner. Tua is really the victim of an ankle injury. 
is real. I mean, that's the reason he didn't win the Heisman, pretty much. I agree. Because let's, I mean, if Tua, if Tua didn't get an ankle injury, went down to went down to Georgia like they did, and had those two drives that Jalen Hurts had, it's not even a discussion. We're we. This isn't even a topic of conversation. We're not even talking about it on our podcast. No. Because what happened was what everybody thought would happen. This is an interesting uh, statistic. Okay. So, Tua threw 294 times. Okay. Kyler threw 306 times, higher completion percentage, higher yardage, same amount of touchdowns, two or three, three more picks. I mean, if you're just looking at it statistically from just this year, I mean, Kyler's a clear-cut statistical winner. Passer rating, completions, percentage, touchdowns to interceptions. Okay, can you Take do me a favor real quick? Touchdowns. Yeah. Tell me, tell me um Kyler's completion percentage real quick. Seventy point six. Tua's was sixty seven. No, no, no. Uh yards for Kyler. Thirty six hundred seventy four. Touchdowns, passing. 37. Rushing. 10 or something, he said? 5. Okay, what was this rushing yards? For Tua? No, Kyler. Oh, I'm all about. Okay, do me a favor. Look up Dwayne Haskins' stats. Oh, we're talking about... Uh... Kyler, he had 11 rushing touchdowns, 853 yards. 853 and 11. Yeah. Did 48 total touchdowns? Yep. Okay. Go to Dwayne Haskins for me. Dwayne Haskins. What's his completion percentage? 70.2. Yards? 4,580. Uh-huh. Touchdowns? 47. Okay. What's his uh rushing yards? He's not a very he's not a threat run the run on the ground, but I want to know 122. Touchdowns? Four touchdowns. So he had 51, 51 touchdowns. total touchdowns with over a thousand more total yards. And a the same completion percentage. Yep. I'm a Michigan fan, but Dwayne Haskins impressed the fuck out of me. Yeah, I, I honestly never thought about that. Until you just brought it up, but Dwayne Haskins should have definitely been in that conversation. He was. I mean, he's top three, but quite honestly, I think Ohio State losing to Maryland was just the. the you know why? Or not Dwayne Maryland. Haskins didn't Purdue. win Heisman. Why? Because he lost to Purdue. Purdue, yes, that's what. Yeah, I, that's, yeah. yeah. That's the only reason. Because Purdue much. had the best day they could possibly have, and Ohio State's worst possible day, and they won. 
which is why a lot of people thought that Michigan should have kicked the shit out of Ohio State. When in my head, as a Michigan fan, I was like, I think Ohio State's going to win, and I think they're going to win by a lot, and they did. I was nervous for the Michigan game, Michigan Ohio State game. I really was. I, 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 mean, I didn't even watch all of it. I, I don't know. I did. It wasn't good. And it wasn't good. I ended up watching Michigan high school football instead. I'd rather watch that. So Kyler Murray deserved to win over Tua because I think he had a better season. I think his team ended up in a better spot. Not even in a better spot, per se, but just his effort alone boosted his team more so than Tua's did. Yeah. And then Dwayne Haskins, uh, I think, was shorted. He was. I think he he definitely could. If he would have won, I wouldn't have been surprised. I think a lot of looking, people. Looking at I think now, a lot of people would have been surprised, but I would. If Dwayne Haskins would have won, I'd have been like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Like if, if beforehand, I could have compared stats side by side, like I'm doing right now. I would have voted for Dwayne Haskins more than likely. It's the loss to Purdue that sucks. He threw 40 times last year. Completed. I'm sorry. Completed 40 out of 57 last year, 565, four touchdowns and a pick. One year later, starts 350 completions, 70% completion percentage, 4,500, almost 4,600 yards, 47 passing touchdowns. 47. That's some high school shit. Yeah. How he was not more in the conversation is. I think I, I think it's dumb, but I think it's because people like to watch Oklahoma's offense more than Ohio State's. Probably Oklahoma, Big Twelve team. Maybe get a little little more a uh, little more publicized than a Big Ten team, perhaps. I'm not gonna say that that's you know dead nuts true, but it's possible. But yeah, looking at this now that you brought that up, that's I think Dwayne Haskins was. Uh, Deserved it. Honestly, I think Tua should have been third. Oh, yeah, 100%. Bama, you don't even need a great quarterback to win if you're Bama. You, your defense is plenty good enough to win you most of the time. But Tua, I mean, he, he had a great year. I just don't think it was as good as Dwayne Haskins. True. Or Kyler Murray's. But anyway. I, I agree. Um, that's all the news topics that I have. So yeah. would you like to move into week 15 real quick? I'll tell you all the matchups. I'll give you this, this, the betting lines. I won't go into over-under. Um, just the betting lines. And then we'll discuss the relevant games. Which means we're probably not going to talk about the Lions and the Bills. Because nobody gives a shit. Yeah, no one cares. Shut up. It, and it's it, always uh, your year. It's always your year next year. Well, yeah. next year it comes and it's still not. So shut up. And I'm not saying that nobody gives a shit. There's obviously Lions fans that give a shit. There's the Bills mafia that gives a shit. It just really doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. No, the Lions will not make the playoffs, and neither will the Bills. Doesn't matter. Right. So we'll start off Thursday night. Chargers ten and three at the eleven and two Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by three and a half. Um, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, questionable. 
also unlikely to play from what I hear. Yeah. Um, Spencer Ware is also questionable. Hasn't played all or hasn't practiced all week. So, I mean, I know we're not talking fantasy football, but if you're in a desperate spot, I need you to add Justin Jackson and Damian Williams. Because that's probably who the best players are going to be on the waiver wire this week. Um, you talking about the uh, Chiefs just pick up Calvin Benjamin. Fucking yeah, golden. He can stay on your bench right where he has been all year. Yeah. Um, Texans 9-4 and four at the Jets 4-9. and nine. Houston's favored by 6. Browns 5-7-1 and one at the Broncos 6-7. and seven. Denver favored by 3. Those are Saturday games. We got two Saturday games this week. Broncos are Saturday game? Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Um, so are the Texans and the Jets. Um, Sunday, 1 p.m. games. Packers 5 7 and 1 at the Bears, 9 and 4. Bears are favored by 5.5. Lions are 5 and 8 at the 4 and 9 Bills. Bills are favored by 2.5. I would pick the Bills in that matchup as well. I would too. <laughs> Bucks. Five and eight at the Ravens, seven and six. Baltimore's favored by eight. Cardinals, three and ten at the four and nine Falcons. There is no line for that yet. That's fair. I think I would go. I, I want to go cards on that one. I might. I do. I, do. I want to go cards, but you never know what's going to happen. They're both really shitty teams. Falcons could come on top. Um, Raiders three and ten at the Bengals five and eight. Bengals favored by three. Titans seven and six at the Giants five and eight. Giants favored by two and a half. Ooh. Dolphins seven and six at Minnesota six six and one. Minnesota favored by seven. Skins, Redskins six and seven at the Jacksonville Jaguars four and nine. Jacksonville's favored by seven in that game. Yikes! How? I don't know. I guess based on the quarterback situation and the lot, the offensive line situation over in Washington, I would imagine. Um, Cowboys eight and five at the Colts seven and six. No line for that game either. Seahawks these moving into the four p.m. games on Sunday. Seahawks eight and five at the Niners three and ten. Seahawks favored by five. Patriots at the Steelers. Patriots nine and four. Steelers are seven five and one. Patriots are favored by one on the road. Hmm. Sunday night game is the Eagles six and seven at the Rams eleven and two. Rams are favored by nine and a half. And then our Monday night game is Saints eleven and two. Panthers six and seven. New a- or New Orleans favored by six and a half. <clears throat> Games I wanted to touch on. Char- Chargers Chiefs. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I really hope sucks. the Chargers win. It sucks if that's the best game of the week, really. The best game's on on Thursday. Yeah. And it, I'm and off Thursday, so it's actually good news. That's good news for you. Bad news for the Chiefs and the Chargers, because that game should be Monday night. Should be. But it's not. Um... So if the, I'm thinking if it was Monday night, Chargers would be at full strength and the Chiefs would be at full strength. Spencer Ware, questionable. It's Tammy, Tammy problems. 
Uh, Chargers are probably going to be without Austin Eckler and most likely going to be without Melvin Gordon, meaning Justin Jackson is going to step in, who honestly looked better than Austin Eckler versus the Steelers, but didn't look, didn't even play really versus the Bengals. So that'd be interesting. I think, I think you got to roll with the Chiefs at home. Yeah. With the injuries, if Melvin Gordon was playing, that's a whole different ballgame. He's a whole different thing. He's a game time decision. I don't think he plays. I think the Chargers are kind of just like, okay, well, we're going to be in the playoffs. We're going to make a run. We're going to keep our best players healthy. Yeah, I think the Chargers know that they're kind of locked into the fifth place. They're in a wild card spot, no matter what happens. They could lose out and be in the wild card spot. They're they're sitting at ten and three. If they lose out, I mean, there's not that no many one teams. no one in the AFC is going to do better than that as far as the second wild card spot. So, yeah. Um, another game I want to touch on: Cowboys Colts. Who do you think comes out on top in that game? The Colts are at home. I really, you know, the the Cowboys are kind of like this mirage where you they want you to believe that they're a good team. Oh. And everyone else wants to believe they're a good team. But no, they're not. They have a good defense. And that's all fine and good. But if Zeke is shut down and Dak has an average day, Mm-hmm. They suck. Um, I really don't know exactly what to make of the Cowboys at this point in time. Jerry Jones, like, oh yeah, I told you so. Well, season's not over yet. First of all, second of all, when's the last time you won a playoff game, Jerry? Back in the nineties. Okay, let you tighten up. I told you so. Well, did you, though? You could win that division. Okay, one of the worst divisions in football, mind you. Yeah, you might. Keyword might. And you could still suck. Yeah. I I honestly think the Colts win at home in this one. I would... Ugh. I mean, if I was a, if I, oh, that's a tough one. I think they do too. I think the, I think Andrew Luck's gonna have a fucking day. Oh, Colts have Dallas is a great defense. Well, Andrew Luck doesn't give a fuck. Andrew Luck doesn't give a fuck what the matchup is. Andrew Luck's having a good day. Yeah, mostly. Most the Colts of the have a lot more to play for, whereas Dallas can just kind of coast. And they're still going to win because their division is horrendous. Yeah. That's fine. But, I mean, everyone's, you know, dick riding down. Oh, they beat the Saints. They beat the Super Bowl champions. Everybody beat the Eagles this year. It's not special. The Eagles aren't good. Okay. The Saints had an off day. The Redskins are horrendous. You won by eight. 
The Falcons are terrible. You won by three. You know, you got beat by the Cowboys at home. Or, sorry, you got beat by the Titans at home by 14. Put up 40 on the Jags. Who hasn't? Barely beat the Lions. Got your ass whooped by Seattle at home. Barely beat the Giants. Lost to the Panthers. I don't... I just... I don't believe in the Cowboys. I don't. I don't believe that that's a good football team. I think that they have a lot of talent. I think that they could potentially be very good. I just don't see them being... From this point of view to playoffs, I don't see them being a good football team. I don't see them making a splash or ruining anyone's day. Like, if you're in the playoffs and you're like, oh, we're playing Dallas this week, that's a W. Like, you're looking at that like, yeah, we're probably going to win that game. They could surprise me. I don't know. I just think the Colts, with Andrew Luck, have a very good chance of surprising people. Especially at home. I think think at home, I think the Colts are going to be hungrier for a W on this one. Quite honestly. Because the, the Colts game is to teach them how to eat those things. Yeah, they should. Moral of the story: We both think the Colts are going to win. I do. I, I think the Colts are. I think Andrew Luck's going to have a day. I think Ty Elton's going to have a day. Maybe even Marlon Mack has a well. Marlon Mack, maybe not so much. But I think, I think the Colts come out on top of this one. I think the Colts are hungry. I like Frank Reich's offense. I also kind of like how the the Colts are playing on defense. No, they're not bad. That's a dangerous team heading the playoffs to catch momentum. So, um, another matchup: Pats and Steelers. Now, could the Steelers surprise me and come out and play good at home? They could, but I honestly think the Pats take this one. Pats are only fair by one. But uh, I don't like the way the Steelers are looking. Losing to the Chargers and losing to the Raiders. Big Ben's a bitch. Just not good. Yeah. We lost to the Chargers, the Raiders, and Denver. AFC yeah. West teams, all of them. Interesting. But it's Tom Brady, it's the Patriots playing. Heinz Field, which isn't far from Foxborough, really. Um, so the home field advantage, yeah, you got the terrible towels. It's Heinz Field, you know, a lot of yellow. I still think that Tom Brady does better in this game. And he didn't do poorly against Miami. He just doesn't really have the defense backing him. So you let a team kind of catch, uh, catch some wind. A fluke play at the end. I mean that's that's a tough way to lose. You got fucking Rob Gronkowski at like six seven two eighty, trying to open field tackle the wide receiver. That ain't gonna happen. Oh no no. I don't know why he was back there. I, they do that a lot um, when they think they're gonna take a shot in the end zone because he's so le- so long and he's so athletic and physical that he'll get up there with the ball and battle it out. Can but that didn't happen. So now. 
And maybe that was part of the game plan on the Miami Dolphins part. Okay, Gronk's at the end. If we can just get to that part of the field, a simple move, he's going to miss. Yeah. He's not mobile. He's can not. we just talk about where the play started, though? Is anybody threatened by Ryan Tannehill's arm? No, he shouldn't be. Where were okay. they at? Like the opposite 40? 31. Yeah, why is He would have had to drop a 70-yard bomb to get it in the end zone. Yeah, Gronk should not be on the field at that point. If you're at the 40, you know, New England's the 50, 45, the 40. yeah, midfield. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I get it. But 31 but, uh, though. You got a 69 yards to the goal line. I don't I don't see a bomb happening. There's going to be some fucking backyard schoolyard bullshit going on there. Do you really want the most immobile offensive player on your team? Like, honestly, you could have put an offensive guard out there. He probably is more nimble than Gronkowski. As far as just changing direction. So that that was a poor call. And Belichick even took some blame for that in a press conference. He said, it starts with me. You know, I I made a bad call. Yeah, you did. Uh, Then again... You're the Patriots. Fucking nine and four. Worst worst case scenario. Also, from what I heard, what I hear, just from what I hear, Patriots. The Patriots struggle with Miami in Miami. Yeah, a lot of times. I don't have numbers to back that up, but I thought I heard that Ryan Tannehill against Tom Brady. But Tannehill's like four and zero against Brady or something in the last. I don't know. I I could be bullshit, but it wouldn't surprise me. When Tannehill plays, Miami wins. That's what I. That's what I heard. So Tannehill potentially greatest of all time. Goat potentially. conversation. Potentially the goat. Yes, absolutely. He has he has as much right to that conversation against Tom Brady as Aaron Rodgers does. Okay, stop. Stop it. Buddy's got five rings. He's got all the records. Rogers got dick. He's got a QBR. I don't care. Take your QBR and blow it out your ass. Brock Osweiler probably has a pretty decent QBR this year, too. No stats to back that up. Um, What else did I want to get in? Uh, Saints and Panthers. Uh, yeah, Panthers, nice. Panthers on a five-game losing streak. Any any way they beat the Saints at home Monday night? If Drew Brees dies before the game starts, mm, yes. Yeah, if he comes down with a case of the the ligma right before the game, then uh, Cam Newton and the boys have a shot. But other than that, no, not a shot now. I think I think the Panthers do have a shot. I think just because it's at home. There's always a chance. Meh. Monday night, Cam plays under the lights. Superman comes out, Damn. beats Drew Brees. But they have to play Drew Brees twice before the playoffs start. I don't think the Panthers will be in it. But I think that's going to be the reason is that they have to play the Saints twice on the way out. They play New Orleans and Atlanta. They play New Orleans at home, Atlanta at home, and then they play New Orleans at, on in the Dome. I don't think the Panthers win. That's a tough one. Um, 
Yeah, I don't think they're going to get in the playoffs, actually. So, uh, Panthers. Let's see here. Panthers lost to Seattle at home. That's fine. I mean, Seattle's a good football team. Uh, they lost to... Shit. Let's see here. Steelers. They won against the Cowboys at home. They went on the road, lost to the Falcons. Played the Bengals at home and won. Played the Giants at home and won. Went on the road, lost to the Redskins. Went on the road, beat the Eagles. Yep. Beat the Ravens at home. At home. Beat the Bucks at home. Went on the road and lost to the Steelers by a lot. And they just continued to lose. Yep. Lost to the Lions on the road. Lost to Seattle at home. Seattle's a good team. Beat or lost to the Bucks on the road. Lost to the Browns on the road. So at home this year, they've lost one game. So they're pretty good at home. Uh, that being said, looking at just the games I just talked about, they haven't played fucking anybody. So best case scenario, I think. I don't think there's a chance that they go 9-7. and seven. I don't think they win out. I don't. They play the Saints twice. There's not a chance in hell. They're 6-7 and seven currently. Play the Saints at home. Play the, play the Falcons at home. Play New Orleans on the road. I think best case scenario... They win at home versus New Orleans. They win at home versus Atlanta. Then they lose week 17 in New Orleans. They go 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah. Yeah. And 8-8 eight and eight probably isn't going to get it done. Because I think Minnesota is going to be 8-7-1. Same. So. Philadelphia sucks. Washington sucks. The Giants are too far gone. Uh, they started getting hot too late. So I think Minnesota's going to end up taking that second wild card spot behind Seattle, who's probably going to go 11-5. and five. I don't think Seattle's going to lose again, mostly because they do not lose in December. I, I, think, if, I think if they are going to lose, Patrick Mahomes is going to bring some magic to Seattle. They play, they play Kansas City next week, not this week, next week. At home, could it happen? Yes, absolutely. It could, yeah. They'd have to, yeah, the, the Seahawks, that's their only test. They play the Niners and the Cards. Yeah. Should Other be than that. So. Win those two games. In fact, I have the Seattle Seahawks at 10-6 and six, um, with them losing the Kansas City at home. Yeah, I don't know. I, that's a game I want to watch. I know that. Same. Same. I'm off that day, too, so. <laughs> but with that... Yeah, Panthers, rough rough goings. I don't think they're going to make it. Uh, Saints, number one seed. How you doing? Yeah. Um, with that, let's uh, talk about the playoff picture currently, where it sits. I actually, I don't know if you have it in front of you, DJ. Yeah. Okay. So... As it stands right now, you have the Steelers at the top of the AFC North. You have the Houston Texans at the top of the AFC South at 9-4. The Patriots, the AFC East at 9-4. And the Chiefs and the AFC West at 11-2. Uh, 
I don't think that's how it's going to end. That's just how it sits right now. With the Chargers at what? Uh, ten and three. Ten and three. So only one game behind the Chiefs. Um, so if if the Chargers win on Thursday night, <laughs> then what happens? Um, do they become honestly? The number if one? the Chargers win, do they become the AFC West leader? They could. The Chargers might fuck around and be a number one seed in the AFC if the if. If the Chargers win out and the Chiefs lose to Seattle, they could. I I still think the Chiefs will probably be the number one seed. The Chargers are going to fall to the fifth because they're in the same division. Um, because the Chiefs, they don't play anybody besides Seattle. I don't think. Chiefs? Chiefs play the Chargers, Seattle, and Oakland. Okay. So... If if the Chiefs lose to the Chargers on Thursday night, look out. Yeah, if the Chargers beat the Chiefs on Thursday night. Because the Chargers finish out the with Chargers. Kansas, well, they have Baltimore. That's going to be a tough. It is, but a lot more winnable than uh, a lot of other games could be. I don't know. That's That's an interesting race there. Yeah. It's really the only interesting race, I think. I think the NFC is not even interesting. I don't think the NFC is interesting at all. No, there's no competition anywhere. The Rams already clinched the NFC West. The Saints already clinched the NFC South. Yep. Chicago's probably a game away from clinching the NFC North. I think if Chicago beats Green Bay this week, they'll probably probably have that wrapped up, if I had to guess. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Who do the Vikings play? I don't even know. Vikings play Miami this week, so that doesn't even... Mm-hmm. If the Vikings lost to Chicago 1, I think Chicago clinches the NFC North. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but, uh... way, and the only thing clinched in the AFC entirely is the Chiefs clinched a wild card. Like, they're going to be in the playoffs regardless, but they uh, have not clinched their division, and neither nope. is anyone else. So... That, the AFC is a lot more interesting to watch as far as how it's all going to shake out. But I have the Ravens at the AFC North, Steelers falling out of playoff contention entirely, finishing probably 7-9, 7-8-1. Then I have Houston, the Patriots, and the Chiefs. The LA Chargers at the 5 seed, the first wildcard spot, and then the wildcard 2 spot, I have the Colts. I have in the AFC. I have Kansas City in the one seed, thirteen and three. Um, New England twelve and four in the two seed. Houston twelve and four in the three seed. Wait a minute. Houston and New England haven't played yet, or haven't played this year, have they? No. Okay. Um, Houston twelve and four as the three seed. Baltimore nine and seven, taking out the Steelers. I think they'll be nine and seven and in the four seed. Los Angeles Chargers twelve and four and in the fifth seed. And I have Indianapolis making it in at ten and six as the sixth seed. Yeah, that's that's about what I figured. I think Indianapolis is gonna win out. Starts with Dallas though. Yeah. If they don't beat Dallas, look out. I mean it could be anybody now. At that point. Like yeah. you could it could almost be if that happens. Say Dallas beats 
Indianapolis on the road. Wait. If that happens, what? The Patriots beat Houston week one of the NFL, 27-20. Okay. Well, then. So okay. that's how it would be. Yeah, it would be the one seed Patriots. Okay. Um, but what I'm saying is if 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 Indy, if Indy loses to Dallas, that leaves a, that leaves a chance for Pittsburgh to be in the wild card spot. Or at the top of the AFC North. I mean, it could. <clears throat> I just don't see Pitt, the way Pittsburgh looks. I don't see them getting in. Yeah. They'd have to pull it together in a hurry to be a playoff team at this point. And if they beat, if they beat, though, a good way to do it is to beat fucking Tom Brady and the boys at home this weekend. Yeah, that's, that's going to be, I will say, if the Steelers beat the Patriots at Heinz Field, Steelers are in. Baltimore gets the sixth seed. The Colts aren't in the playoff picture. Yep. And the Steelers take the AFC North. But it all hinges on that this weekend. Because the Steelers lose, uh, there's fucking 0% chance. Well, not a zero. But I just, if they lose, I think their confidence is going to be so far down. Their momentum is so far gone. The reason, so the reason I had Pittsburgh out of it, they, they're, their ending schedule is not good. I mean, they have no. one. They have one easy game. They play New England at home this week. Not not easy. No. Then they go to New Orleans. Yikes! Then they have Cincinnati at home. Cincinnati being the easy game, yeah. but but it's a divisional game. Yeah, so you have no idea. It's, it's a game happen. that's that's going to matter for Pittsburgh. And isn't going to matter at all for Cincinnati. No. So you don't know how the fuck that's going to go. Nope. So even the easy game is like... I'd probably tune in. Yeah, I, I don't... At Pittsburgh, they have to beat the Patriots. And then they're going to need help even. Because I can't see them beating the Saints at home. In New Orleans, I mean. I, I can't see that being a thing. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, I, they're going to need help. I'm more confident in the Ravens as a team, especially with Flacco probably coming back. I don't know what they're going to do there. I, I can't imagine they're going to start Lamar Jackson if he's throwing for like a buck thirty a game. That's not going to work. It almost worked first Kansas City. Fair. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I think no matter what they choose, they're going to have almost an equal chance of doing well. With Joe Flacco, you have the pocket passer. With deep ball, with you know, Lamar Jackson, you have a dual threat that you're going to have to account for, which opens up other routes. I just don't think he's a great passing quarterback. If Lamar Jackson decides that he can throw soon, look out. Yikes. Yeah, if he if he starts busting out two hundred fifty two touchdown games, Jesus, that's scary. Yeah. But if he stays in like the 130, 140 yard range with like a touchdown here and there and some picks, yeah, I'm not worried about it. So you and me on the AFC, we're both predicted the same. Yeah, on how the playoff picture is going to work out. Anyhow, yeah. As far as 
the NFC, I think the NFC, the way the NFC sits right now, I think the NFC is going to be at the end of it all. Yeah, exactly. I think New Orleans is going to be number one, 14 and two. The Rams are going to be 14 and two, the two seed. I think the Bears are going to be 11 and five, the three seed. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to be 10 and six. They'll be the five or the four seed. And I think Seattle's going to be 10 and six, the five seed. Minnesota's going to be eight, seven, and one, the six seed. Yeah, because none of the other teams in the hunt in the NFC are even even remotely close to a comp like a competent team right now. Minnesota is just okay enough to where they'll probably squeak in. I don't think they'll do anything. Um. Who does that have Chicago playing if that's how it plays out? Chicago Minnesota. is the third seed. Minnesota at home. Min- yeah, the no. Chicago be at home. Yeah, no. Minnesota is going to bounce immediately. Um, yeah, same thing. I don't think Chicago is going to lose again. I don't think they'll lose again. I think. I, I had Chicago losing to Minnesota on the road in week 17. That's actually possible if Chicago doesn't, if they play it safe and don't, uh, like they sit Mitchie T and some some players, I could see Minnesota winning that game. Um, so if that happens, yeah, I could see them being, you know, 11-5. The Saints aren't going to lose. The Rams aren't going to lose. The Cowboys will probably lose again. Mm-hmm. Um. And Seattle is not going to lose again. They're going to be eleven and five. So I had it all. I have it all written down as to what I think is going to happen. One, I have two ways: what I want to happen and what I think is going to happen. Um. So with the layout that I have now, Minnesota plays Chicago in Chicago. Seattle plays Dallas in Dallas. Right. Yeah. First round. And then Indianapolis plays Houston in Houston, and the Chargers play Baltimore in Baltimore. Or yeah, the Chargers play Baltimore in Baltimore. I have Indianapolis beating Houston, Baltimore beating the Chargers, and then in the first round I have Chicago beating Minnesota and Seattle beating Dallas. Yep. Moving on to the second round. Indianapolis plays Kansas City. Kansas City wins. Yeah. In Kansas City. Baltimore plays New England. I have Baltimore beating New England in New England. Could wow. happen defensively. Aggressive. It's aggressive. Um, second round, Chicago plays the Rams in Los Angeles. I think, like I said earlier, Los Angeles gets the Rams get a second shot at the Bears in Los Angeles. Rams come out on top. Yeah. Seattle at New Orleans. New Orleans at home. Let's be fucking real for a minute. Yeah. Seattle's a good football team. New Orleans is a better football team. Okay. So that leaves my NFC championship game as Rams Saints in New Orleans. Rams. Yeah. And then my, my, uh, My AFC, Baltimore at Kansas City, in Kansas City. Kansas City comes out on top. Again. Kansas City, New Orleans in the Super Bowl. Just a complete lack of defense. Yep. It's going to be a, the most entertaining Super Bowl we've had in a long time. 
I don't know. That last Super Bowl was pretty fucking entertaining. I don't remember the last Super Bowl. What happened then? The Patriots and Eagles? Oh, yeah. That was pretty entertaining. You're right. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, if you didn't <laughs> watch that shit. Oh, I watched the shit out of it. I just, it, I don't know. Mine, I'm drunk. Forgive me. Same. But, no, that was a that was a great Super Bowl to watch. But, again, two high-powered offenses. Um, I don't know. Uh, I still think the Patriots are going to make it all the way. I do. I think it's Tom Brady's fucking dick magic or whatever the fuck he's got going on. Yeah. Giselle sits out on the his NFC? face pregame or something, and he just gets into it. Uh, I think the Patriots go all the way through in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, in the NFC, hmm, that's the NFC is a lot tougher. I'll say it here: if Seattle beats the Saints in New Orleans in the playoffs, Seattle goes to the Super Bowl. Okay, but if that does not happen. Which it probably will not. I would say it'll be the Patriots and Saints. I will make this prediction right here. Well, so the only way this happens is if one of the teams loses. If is if New Orleans loses somewhere along the way. Um, if the Rams went out, and New Orleans loses, and the Rams get the one seed. Yeah. If the Super Bowl goes through, or if the NFC playoffs go through. L.A. 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 is in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's and who then, I had at the beginning of the vice, year. I had L.A. And then, and then vice versa, if New Orleans is the one seed and New Orleans is the home, it, in the NFC playoffs go through New Orleans, New Orleans is in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think my, my initial picks, like, all the way back to, like, the first episode mm-hmm. of this show. Let's see here. I think I had New England and the LA Rams as my Super Bowl picks. I think that's true. I think I had the Patriots and the Rams, so. No, no, the Patriots and the Rams. The Steelers and the Rams, sorry. Yep, I had the Patriots and LA are my two Super Bowl picks, which are very likely. Especially if the Saints lose somewhere along the line here, like to Pittsburgh maybe. Or to Carolina this week. Or to at, Carolina this week on the road. And the Rams get that number one seed and the playoffs have to come through L.A. I could very easily see the Rams going all the way to the Super Bowl. Same. That being said, if I'm correct from my preseason prediction, which would be, one, absolutely fucking insane. Yeah. Because I haven't predicted anything right my entire life. But True. if I am correct... And New England plays L.A. in the Super Bowl. New England wins that game. Because it's fucking Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. And it's Jared Goff. It, I, I'm taking that 10 times out of 10. I'm taking Tom Brady there. Yeah. It's probably fair. So if, I'm going to say it now. If my prediction it rings true and the Patriots and the Rams play in the Super Bowl... Patriots win. However, what I would like to see happen, I would like to see Chicago play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Same. 
I actually I have. I didn't even. I didn't even reveal my my what I want to happen bracket. But yeah, it ends up being Chicago and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And Chicago wins. That would be my ideal. That would because, be because fantastic. since I've gone to a Chiefs game, I'm kind of a closet Chiefs fan. I'm not. I still hate them so much. I, I mean, it's not even... I like certain players on the Chiefs, like Mahomes. I can't even help but like him. You can't help oh, yeah. it. You can't help it. I hate Tom Brady, but I like Mahomes. Give me five years, Mahomes has won the AFC West five years in a row. I'm going to say, fuck Mahomes. I hate that piece of shit. But he hasn't yet, so I still like him. That's fair. Yeah, but that would be ideal. I'd love to see the Bears in a Super Bowl. That'd be Same. fantastic. I mean, actually, I've seen one in my lifetime, but I'm saying I want to see them now. Same. Actually, my ideal Super Bowl would my truly ideal Super Bowl would be Bears Ravens defensive battle. That would be fucking hot. Like a, like a fifteen to six Super Bowl. Can you imagine, like how the the great. Sunday night game? Yeah, just sacks and picks and oh, greasy. It would be awesome. It'd be good. I I'm would have sick on the Super Bowl this year. I'm almost sure of it. Yeah. If that if if a, if the Bears are in the Super Bowl, that alone is going to have my anxiety through the roof. Oh yeah. But if it's a defensive battle. Oh my god! I don't even want to be. I I don't even want to be involved. No. I do, Honestly, but I like. It, if I had to pick a defense, the Bears and the Ravens, I'm probably leaning Bears. Mm. Honestly, what? Well, and the only way, the only reason I lean that way, I I agree with you. The and not even because I'm a Bears fan, it's because of how more, how much more improved. Fuller is Kyle Fuller this year. Insane. He's gone from not being able to catch a fucking ball to being a ball hawk, which I love. Big fan. Yeah. Like in that fucking game, Bears Rams game, Trubisky throws a pick. Yep. They're like, fuck. And the Rams have the ball on like the Bears 35. First play, pick. Yep. <laughs> like, so, like, what just happened? I'm a uh, big fan of that, though. I'm not even used to the Bears being in the Super, in the Super Bowl, in the playoffs. So if they end up in a game this year, anxiety through the roof, sweating. Yeah, it's not going to be good. Oh, yeah. Cold sweats. It's not going to be Cold. great. Well, I, I've been there twice in my adult life with the Broncos. Uh, the first time, crushing, crushing disappointment. The second time, euphoria. Yeah. Yeah. Like hard dick the whole time. It was insane. Like, have you ever seen a, an outside linebacker win a Super Bowl by himself? Because I did. It was great. I had like four sacks. Like two turnovers. It's awesome. God, I love playoff football. I can't wait for it to come. I know. I'm hard already. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's 
That's pretty much all we got on the playoff picture, I think. I think that's pretty much all we have for this uh, episode. Don, if you'd just like to plug our social medias real quick and then uh, yeah. the blog and whatnot, we'll, uh, we'll get the fuck out of here. All right. Well, you can follow us on Twitter at but basketball on Facebook, anything but basketball. We have a WordPress blog, anything but basketball, and Instagram, anything but basketball. Uh, we're always looking for people to write in and say some shit, but uh, you bitches don't. It's kind of upsetting. So why don't you? Just so all you people know, we will be talking about hockey more in the coming weeks. Uh, we have playoff football coming up. Obviously, it's a big thing, but hockey's uh, season's just starting to get rolling here. Colorado Avalanche look tremendous. Okay, let's be let's be real for a minute. The season's been rolling for the NHL, but for football guys like myself, I'm a big football guy. I love yeah. hockey. Don't get me wrong, but I don't start paying attention to hockey till yeah. pretty close to now. Yeah, right, right around playoff football. Forty games in, halfway yeah. through the season ish, shit kind of pans itself out, and you figure out what's what. It's like a, it's like baseball for me, you know. I don't pay yeah. attention to baseball. I check in on the Tigers. Eighty games in the season. See how we're doing. Oh, we're in the shitter. See you later. Don't longer give a shit about baseball. Yeah, exactly. You got one hundred and sixty-two fucking games. Okay. I'm not watching that. I'm not. That's too much. Entirely too much. Hockey, you got 81. That's still a lot. 82. So you, you yeah. can you can put it off until you know midway through NFL playoffs and kind of start paying more attention. Uh, I've been tuning in here and there. Uh, Colorado Avs, obviously, probably the favorites to win the Stanley Cup this year. So fucking amazing. So obviously, obviously. Uh, I think they're like 17 and 8 or something, which is great considering they almost have as many points now as they did two years ago entirely throughout 81 games. So. Sad, but true. But, yeah. With that, yeah. I think that's, that's all I got the for show. you. Uh, see you bitches later. Bye.